0: You don't get into your car, close your eyes, and just start driving and hope that God takes you to the grocery (laughs) store. That's not how any of us work. Do you know what I mean?
1: If you believe we can change the narrative, if you believe we can change our communities, if you believe we can change the outcomes, then we can change the world. I'm Rob Richardson. Welcome to Disruption Now. Welcome to Disruption Now. I'm your host and moderator, Rob Richardson. Uh, With me today is Brooke Thomas. Brooke, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. You know, this whole um, working where you only have to dress up from the waist up, that works for me. So I'm doing right. great. Wet pants right. on the bottom, you know, fancy it up on the top.
1: <laughs> this works look for good. me. You look good. I, it, it all <laughs> works. It all works. Look, I'm here in my home studio doing the whole quarantine thing, doing the whole stay at home, doing my part because, uh, you know, I believe in experts and I believe in data, but everybody doesn't. <laughs> Which is part of Everybody
0: our. Everybody uh, doesn't. People are so. We are a selfish people. Let me tell you.
1: We are. Cut off right?
0: <laughs> your nose to spite your face. That is. Uh. That's the phrase of our nation these days.
1: It is. It is. So you can find her at at Brooke on air. You can find her on YouTube, Instagram. Is that your uh, Twitter handle as well?
0: Yes, it is. Brooke with an e. B R O K E on air. Uh
1: huh. You know, but I, I want to talk to you about this coronavirus, and would you have thought? Like, I don't know, even three weeks ago, we would have been at this point. And what's been the most surprising thing that you've seen in terms of how Americans and Americans have kind of reacted to this coronavirus?
0: I think the most surprising thing is how long it took our government to do anything. And yeah. not even necessarily, I'm not surprised by the fact that a lot of the people at the top, including our president, are just don't have the skills. I'm not surprised about that. I'm surprised at just how long it took to take this thing seriously, because um, it doesn't benefit anybody in the government to have people dying all around. It it doesn't benefit anybody. The state of our economy right now doesn't benefit anybody. And The sooner we could have gotten a hold of this all across the board, the better. So that's been the most surprising thing, how long it took. Like the fact that um, Mardi Gras wasn't canceled the fact that it took new york state so long compared to other states to cancel schools the, right I, I think and and no shot to governor cuomo because he's done a, a, most everything better since then but right. the fact that you know the mayor of new york city was saying this is not going to change your life if, if anybody had just watched any of the reports coming out of china and even We know that we don't get everything, especially when it comes to something negative. We know that we don't get everything of what's going on in China because of how the country operates. We don't get to hear everything. We don't get to see and hear everything. So knowing that, right, and looking at what we did know, the people at the top should have been horrified. Everybody should have been. And it's so easy to say, like in in New Orleans, and and I hate what's happening in New Orleans. My sister lives in New Orleans, but, you know, you, you hear the leaders of, the city say that we didn't get the word from the federal government. So we trusted that. Yeah. why?
1: (laughs) That's a good question. I mean, have you seen who's running the white house? I mean,
0: right. You know, it just, I, I, you know, I think that everyone should have been terrified and, but it's hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, that's, that's a big surprise for me. Just how long it took every people in charge to take this thing seriously. There have just been a lot of missteps and, it is easy to say, um, you know, how someone who's an elected official could do better, but it's also easy to not run for office when you know, you don't, you don't have the skills.
1: Well, it's a lot of people at all uh, that, are <laughs> that don't I have mean? the skills. So right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different skill set to run for office than to run the office. So, right.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and most of those two skill sets, unfortunately, don't align, don't usually uh, align together, you know, And and now we have a, most unusual leader, but uh, you know, uh, speaking to your point, uh, I do think it matters what what you say at the top. And so, though we know we we know who we have, who we have for president, it's a president that is unorthodox would be a nice word to say it. Just uh, unqualified and corrupt would be the way I'd say it. But say what you want to. You have this person that is running right now, who's running the White House, and he thought it was a hoax and everything else. And, and then there was this belief set in. And I think part of what we're talking about here today and part of why I believe it was such a long response is because there's been a long narrative. You know, if your narrative, and this has been the narrative of, of some of those on the right, that everybody that is an expert is a, has a conspiracy against you, that the media is against you, that all these institutions that have any, any type of specialization is against you and they're against me, so then they're against you. Uh, when it actually comes to a time when you have a crisis in the pandemic, when you actually need to listen to the experts, it becomes much harder. And so I, I think that's part of what happened and where, you know, where, you know, whether or not folks were critics or allies of, of, of the current president, I think people still wanna believe that something at this level, uh, we would have had competency there. And I think, I think there were, I should say this, competent people within the CDC, there are competent people that were saying, that were ringing the alarm, it just didn't have the amplifier. The president has that. That's why we have presidents. And, um, you know, the word didn't come down clear, clearly enough. So now I think people have been programmed and conditioned. And we've now, uh, you know, there's, there we, there, there's an article that I'm going to cite, too, within the, um, within the podcast. But this is now become social distancing. I think it's becoming less of a cultural war, I hope. But initially when this happened. And still some today, there are people that believe that this is still a hoax, that this is something that has been designed as a new world order to bring down Donald Trump and make him look bad. Like, you know, like the NBA and the NCAA would stop making billions of dollars just to make Donald Trump look bad. I think they care about money. but That's neither here nor there. But there is this belief that people have actually built up. And I think that's because it's been intentional that this is something that is being done. It's being overhyped by the media. And, Brooke, you see it playing out in, in really several ways. One, I've seen it play out from... This is just like the flu. Why? Why is everybody worried about a few thousand deaths when the flu killed thirty four thousand people? Like, how do we respond to people when you hear those type of arguments? I, at least I see it and I hear it. What's your response when you hear that? And what? Do, how do you think we're going to be able to navigate this whole? So
0: absolute place silence. We found our place? I have gotten to this. What's my response? Absolute silence. I have gotten to this place in my life where I don't argue with absolute idiots, and like I just can't. We can't have all of this scientific, you know, information coming down and have someone look me in my face and say, grass grows purple. And I am going to have an actual conversation with that person. Can't do it anymore. Okay. <laughs> but here, you know, on this platform, it's different and, and it is upsetting because a lot of people who, you know, jokes aside, there are a lot of people who, um, their intent is not to be awful. And they're putting themselves in harm's way and other people Correct. around them because they are believing what someone who they believe to be smarter than them is saying. And, You know, this is frustrating. You you know, you talk about like the politics in this, right? How this is not about politics. And there are so many things. Um, A a virus is not about politics. And one of the most. Yeah, it's it's not going to wait to see,
1: like, oh, are you Republican before I infect you? No, it doesn't. Right, no,
0: it doesn't work like that. So something that is so easily spread, right? Like more so, more dangerous than we've seen anything, you know, in our recent lifetimes. Ebola is scary and people weren't getting it like this in the US. And um, just, you know, people being like, oh, it's like the flu, you just want to get at Trump. It's so frustrating that it's just taking people, having to harm themselves in order to take scientists seriously. And, you know, I think, feel bad for I think all of us in a bit should be, you know, climate change activists. But I I feel bad for people whose life's work is is climate change activism because if you can't get people to care about not getting sick and possibly be hooked up to a ventilator, how can you get them to care about the the earth and the damage to the earth? Do you know what I mean? Like you know Franklin how how can you
1: get them Virginia, to care about something that is they can't directly feel, even though we do feel it, but they don't directly feel the impact when you have right. something that is killing people all around you and people yeah. are still doubting if that's actually happening?
0: Franklin Graham opened Liberty University back up.
1: Yeah, I back-up. mean, my God.
0: In support of Trump and some weird like solidarity, and boom 12 kids, a dozen kids sick immediately this is it's this is it's ridiculous it's irresponsible
1: you you think about it is
0: irresponsible and you know what like your leaders in in whatever capacity whether it be church whether it be school you should care if they care about you and if they're putting you at risk and your family at risk maybe they're not being led by the christianity that you believe in
1: hey because it doesn't sound like
0: the one that i studied it doesn't sound like the the faith that i follow
1: hey yeah like and you've seen start? that play out. I mean, the, the people are really like, we, we have a church here in Ohio and I was solid rock. Um, you know, their, their church there, they have a big picture of what they think is Jesus, I guess. And they, it's been struck down by lightning once and it might be struck down again because they have, it's a big mega church and they're having another service again, despite knowing the risk, despite the governor even of Ohio, when I should say the governor of Ohio is a Republican and a Trump supporter who well, essentially did the opposite of what Trump has done. So I will give him credit for that. Uh, but again, once you program these things in the people, it's hard to get it out. And so I, 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 there's also this uh religious, I guess, play being uh really being emphasized on this where people are saying, well, if you don't show out, then you're showing that you don't have faith. You're, you're, you're giving in the fear. Which is
0: like, that's not what faith is. Faith without works is dead. And we learn that and we know that and it means nothing. You can't just have blind faith. That doesn't work. Like God doesn't just give you A's on your test. Nobody <laughs> that. Like, you know what I mean? You, you you have the wherewithal and the ability to study and that's what you're supposed to do. Like you don't get into your car, close your eyes and just start driving and hope that God takes you to the grocery store. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. Why all, do you know what I mean? Like, so sure. Yeah. Try it. Breaks an arm you pray about it and you also pray thanks that that there are doctors around that can help like do you know what i mean so this is stupid that, that is stupid it's fake christianity. It's not you know what i mean that's not a, none at all what i believe in it's not the faith that i have i i i feel like god doesn't just at least my christianity doesn't just sit us up here and just everything around us is just magic that it's stupid and that that is yeah. one of like the biggest criticisms of christianity from people who that's why, that's
1: why a lot of people crazy. don't become Christians. They're like, "Y'all, i do not praying." Like, we don't believe we we can't be Christians and believe in science. I mean, I mean, what? We can't do both.
0: Right. all of it is so <laughs> stupid, and I just wish that a lot of these leaders out there cared more about their people. Because yeah. if you cared, you would be forcing people to stay at home.
1: Hey, amen. And there's there's another part. There's there's, there's one of my favorite uh, scriptures are, you know, God gave us, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Here's the next part, but he did give us a sound mind and tell people to use your brain, please, right. please don't let any leaders say it's about having faith. They just want the, they want the, they want the paycheck. This is about the money. That's all it's about. Is they it? want people to come to give some, give the time. That
0: is absolutely what it is. If the leader, that is one hundred percent what it is. That's absolutely what it is. And, you couldn't get, you couldn't convince me otherwise. And that's so upsetting for vulnerable, vulnerable people within whichever community, you know, we're talking about. That That's so upsetting because that's absolutely what it is. And you're showing that you don't care about um, the people in your congregation.
1: So America uh, likes to say it hates socialism and everybody, half Democrats don't like socialism and you know, Republicans think it's the worst thing ever. Uh, but you know, Last week, we just, spent, we just passed a $2.2 trillion bill. I think that's more money than we've ever spent ever on any bill in history. Uh, and giving money directly to people and people seem to not complain about it. Like, so are people just hypocrites and just really actually like socialism but want to call it something else? Or are they just, dislike it for the moment. What do you
0: think is going on? And there's like racism and, and also selfishness. I like I said, and I'll say it over and over. This is just a really big of it. Mean, we are a selfish people in this country and think about like you you know i always say that um if you can't afford to pay people a living wage you can't afford to be in business right and so and i believe that i truly believe that and i know that if minimum wage gets to where it's supposed to be in this country a lot of businesses will go under and that is upsetting but if you can't afford to pay people a living wage you can't afford to be in business and there are a lot of different ways that people learn that they can't afford to be in business unfortunately taking care of human beings who help your business thrive. That's just not one of them that like, just because of the way this country operates is seen as a viable reason, you know? Um, but people don't care about things in this country until they affect until it, tell it affects them. them. And until that's just it what it comes them. down to. So it's, so no, people aren't hypocrites. They're selfish. People don't care about things. right? I mean, no, no, of course there's, there's, they're hypocrites and cause that's just like the definition of it, but they they're selfish.
1: Well, there's a saying. Don't care about
0: things until it affects them. Uh,
1: what you what you love in others is what you see in yourself, and what you hate in others is what you fail to see in yourself. And often, yeah. we, people don't see how selfish that they that 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 they actually are. I think people would like to believe that okay, of course, I do what I can for others. I try to help others, but often is that's actually not the case. If you look at how this is playing out, so, um, like I said, people didn't want it, like we were fighting. In this country still are over Obamacare which was just a little bit of what it should have been to cover uh to actually cover people and people are still fighting over that and this is a and we're having an argument right now about public health and the argument and and i like part of the bill that says you get covered for sick leave and uh your employer has to cover that if you're if 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 you are found to have uh the uh coronavirus my question is well why wouldn't that be for anything that where you couldn't actually work like what like the fact that we don't have that law is one example of many so this, this brings me to my next point in the united states of america uh right now as we see the coronavirus is starting to hit its peak we're seeing jobs brooks shed faster by a lot than any other nation so just last week uh, i believe a, a a record for unemployment was set about 3.3 million um, right,
0: it went from something like 228,000 nationwide to 3.3 3 million.
1: Uh, something like that. In a week.
0: A Those numbers that came out last Thursday were horrifying and well expected.
1: Yeah. And it's, and it's like, but other nations aren't seeing this. Italy's not seeing this. Britain's not seeing this. And, um, and it's because, I mean, the question is, do we have to have a system that operates this way? And this is my understanding of how it operates. Long story bearable, uh, places like Britain, where you have a whole industry just like the America, you know, if you're if you were working in the restaurant industry for, for no fault of your own, you have no job right now. So essentially, unless you get takeout, but essentially about 90% of the whole restaurant industry is gone, it's already a hard industry to make money in. Uh, but it is gone, poof, nobody's really doing anything, nobody's eating out, clearly. But in Britain, they've decided that, that the government will take care of 80% of all wages for everybody that works in restaurants. In America, we say, okay, well, we'll give you some unemployment benefits, but that's it.
0: You and, have to get fired first, right? Yeah, exactly. You have to get fired first, and so you have to also go through the stress of getting fired. Then you have to wait what could be you know, three, four weeks. Um, with looking at how overwhelmed the unemployment systems are nationwide now, you know, in every state, you, you have to wait possibly weeks longer than you normally would for things yep. to be processed because the systems are so overwhelmed. You have to go through that stress. You have to be fired. And then nobody wants to be on unemployment. No, I think back to like how this country operates and just as a nation like like our thought process here overwhelmingly is poor people deserve to suffer.
1: That's exactly right.
0: And that is how things operate you know or if you're
1: poor it's because it's your fault it's because you didn't work hard enough you're a lazy bum
0: it's what you deserve yeah it's what you deserve so no you shouldn't go to college free because college is for the exceptional no you know you shouldn't make a living wage because listen working in fast food is probably one of the hardest jobs that ever exists mentally especially because people are awful People are awful. People are awful.
1: I've been a waiter. I've never worked in fast food. Something I don't want to do, but I can tell you, it's the same way when you work as a waiter or a waitress. People are people are bad to people that are serving them in general because they. Right, it all comes
0: down to like this idea that poor people deserve to suffer, and it's it that's awful. And and people are willing to um, cut off their nose, bite their face so often here. Like, like think about like how a lot of people who even consider themselves like moderately helpful um how they talk about free college. Well, rich people <laughs> will be able to go for free. Rich people have They're already go, for, go free. for free. What world okay. are you in? Rich <laughs> everything for free. Where have you been? Okay. <laughs> like, I cares. hate
1: that point. I to- hate that point. Like rich or, what are
0: you talking or, about? Or like this stupid argument that I don't think people at McDonald's should be able to make a living wage because that means that they'll be paid the same as a paramedic. Listen, if you think paramedics deserve to make more make more than they currently make i completely agree with that i think yes. first responders deserve all the money you can give them so give them more but what i'm not going to do is play oppression olympics and say you deserve to not be able to eat three times a day because that would make you be in the same it, like it's just we don't in it, it, this it's just awful
1: it is a comparative it's, awful. We, it's that's so, how we so much of it.
0: like this idea that everything comes down to this idea that poor people deserve to suffer and so many people in power are okay with that. Think about, look at how, um, was it Mitch McConnell talking about what his, his issues with um, the the stimulus, this, this new, this bill was that the idea that people are gonna be making more money on unemployment than they made working. Who cares? They're still not gonna be rich. They're no. still going to be barely scraping by. They're still going to be stressed out to no end, wondering if they will be able to go back and get their job.
1: But they have oh, no, no problem giving. Like, my problem with that argument is that they have no, no problem giving companies that use this tax break, right, and, and took, this, took money from the tax break that they got, spent it all on themselves, giving money to their own stocks, then paying themselves back in CEO salaries, and now they're broken. Now we got to give them another... Five hundred billion dollars to bail them out, but that's fine. Like, I just this is what I'm talking about. Like, I I don't like how do they? How how do people reconcile the fact that that to me is is like a thousand times worse than let's just let's just even play this out to say that 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 we're saying a person didn't work as hard doesn't deserve to make as much. But you're saying a person that is literally taking from the system, taking advantage, splurging, and then is going to do it again and again. Like that seems to be much worse to me. Like I just don't like the selective outrage. I don't get it.
0: All the systems, you know, this has been so interesting to see, all of the systems here in this country that represent elitism, right? All of the systems that represent this idea that, hey, poor people, you need to be saving up six months. You need to have six months emergency funds. I don't know why you can't. Maybe stop buying Jordan. Things like that, you know, all the- Right, right,
1: right, right. Millennials,
0: yeah. stop buying avocado toast. Like, all of these, like, really- stupid snarky <laughs> thing those <laughs> same companies and systems are also themselves not practicing what they're preaching no so many companies that represent elitism are begging for government help right now or possibly going to be go under because they too are their businesses are operating paycheck to paycheck
1: all it, they're, they're also are
0: in, never coming back
1: from yes because they're been also operating
0: imposing. paycheck to paycheck yep like all, like look at the airline industry for, ha- for the umpteenth time begging for money even um even the cruise lines who also like avoid taxes because all of them are based in other countries
1: are asking and, for taxpayer money to help them out but don't want to pay taxes to the <laughs> government that has to bail them out i mean the people don't find fine. me absurd. it is absurd and, and and i believe a lot of the problem is not telling the narrative right I, I think i think democrats share just as much responsibility as Republicans for a lot of reasons. I think they don't own the narrative about actually representing workers. Half of them don't believe it. And, and, and the other half are too weak to actually uh, advocate the argument. So that leads to where we're at. So I do think there are some structural issues. And the reason why countries like Britain and others don't have to just share their whole workforce when they go through a crisis, You know, a crisis really exposes uh, the best and the worst of leadership, the best and the worst of systems. And I, and I, and I saw this online for somebody said, they said, look, either millions of people will survive or our current system will survive, but both cannot.
0: People, the idea that we're even contemplating kind of opening the country back up state by state, the, the fact that every state hasn't totally gotten where it should be. The fact that we're even contemplating before, uh, the president was even contemplating and a lot of people in support of that, opening back up the country knowing that that means now essential workers people on the front lines are gonna die yeah we don't we care more about companies in this country um and of course i don't personally believe this but i say we because i you know i'm a part of this country it is this country as a whole like cares more a culture, about companies. As a, culture, as, a culture, as a culture yeah more about companies and businesses and big businesses than it does people and it, and it has been showing you that look at how little the people who, you know, make these companies grow, look at, look at how little they're being paid. Look at how they're not being taken care of. And, and we're seeing other countries who are showing like, Hey, you know, we're gonna, we're not perfect. I'm not going to call any country perfect. We're going to take care of our people first, because we know that that's actually smarter in the end, right. it's all a big business decision, but it still makes more sense to take care of your people first.
1: Do you, do you think the coronavirus will, unlike other, uh, unlike other uh, I guess, uh, tragedies or big moments in America recently, this seems to at least have been across the board. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're from. You can't hide from it no matter how rich you are. It can reach you. It can affect your family members. And so in some ways, that, you know, there's a common experience which offers an opportunity uh, for us to grow and go to another direction and actually embrace a, a common collective whole versus the individualistic approach. Um, I'm not sure how that's gonna play out given how ingrained, as you said, in our culture, particularly the cultural wars and the differences between us and, and the use of race uh, and how that's been weaponized since the beginning of the country. It's, not, it's, it's nothing new.
0: You um, know, I still don't see it as an equalizer. Of course, like everybody is vulnerable to this. Everybody can catch this. Everybody can get this and everybody should be doing everything they can right. to um, protect themselves from this. But but things are still not equal at all. The people who are keeping this country running, the people who are on the front lines going to work every single day, those are the people who are overwhelmingly living, not even making it paycheck to paycheck. Those are the people in this country who think about like, we're able to get not only food deliveries, but the grocery store is still open. So the people who are um, shopping for the food, you know what I mean? And then delivering it to your house, the people who are at the checkout aisle, the people who are still working at the grocery store, People, those are the people working on the front lines. People who are still working in restaurants right now. People who are still working in essential government, like the people who run, work on the electric grid. Things that I don't even, you know, right. like- really And, and we've been
1: told, and we've been programmed to believe, Brooke, to your earlier point, that those people aren't important. But guess what? In the middle they're of the a crisis, most in the they're the most important. Your nurses, most
0: important. Yeah,
1: your uh, people who deliver your groceries, who take care of your groceries. You know, nobody is looking for the entrepreneur to say, "Oh my gosh," or, or the big, or the big CEO to say, "What can you do to help me right now?" People need because they
0: can't look at him because he's at home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly right. Because and then, so I'm hoping, Brooke. And maybe I'm I'm a pragmatist. I'm am prag, I'm a, I'm a pragmatist, and I'm an, I'm an optimist, depending on the day. But I try to lean a little bit more towards being an optimist because otherwise, I just drive myself crazy. True. Uh, my hope is that people at least will see this moment, understand that those are essential people and they deserve to be respected. They deserve to be taken care of. They deserve, they deserve good wages. Like I, by the way, I have no problem with the CEO making a lot of money. I have a problem with his workers not making the money with him or her. Right. It's not
0: even, it's not even, it doesn't even end it. It's not enough that it's like they can't make enough. They can't make good money. They can't even make livable money. Also, they can't, make they can't take breaks when they need to. They can't take off when they don't feel well. They have such insane quotas that they're exhausted. They're physically harmed, mentally harmed. People talk crap to like, it, It's just, there's so much. Um, and honestly, I like your optimism. It's not going well, because right now we have <laughs> Amazon workers, <laughs> Instacart workers, you know, Whole Foods, I guess, will technically be like an Amazon workers, all on strike. To get the bail oh, look at what they are. I'm at.
1: glad they are on strike, but listen. Part of the reason, though, let me, let me let me speak to that as a union person. No, all of the, a lot of the reason. I won't say all the reason, but a big majority of it is that people have decided that this is what it's supposed to be. Yep. This is how it should be in America, and this is the best system for America. Like we have been programmed to believe that standing up for workers, unions, is somehow against uh, against capitalism. No, it's not. It makes capitalism actually work when you have an inclusive economy. But we've been programmed to believe the opposite. So, workers go along, and they go along with whatever they're told. And because they
0: have voters
1: to. vote for people that vote for these
0: crazy policies. Right. That's true. I mean, it, it, it is, it, it's, this is so frustrating, because this should be, we should be smacked into, like, just realizing who deserves all the praise. Who deserves the money? Who's taking care of us? And we can't even get to the point to where we all agree that this is not the flu, okay? We can't even get to that point, let alone get to the point to where like these companies that are just making, I said this the other day, Jeff Bezos makes 6000 no, 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 not six. $2,000 every second. What was that? Before I even finished the sentence, that was $6,000. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you have people going on strike Risking their next meal so that they can get hand sanitizer and a couple extra dollars an hour. And he is the
1: uh, he is the richest man, one of the richest men ever in history. And so he's, he's trying so to get workers to, to your point to trade their vacation time instead of actually just giving them more money, which is insane.
0: You're gonna it's gonna be fine. Even if you lose a hundred million dollars, you it's you'll be okay. You'll get. Like, listen, you, you know you'll, what I mean? Like, you'll people be to so understand. Fine.
1: You'll get it back. So Costco, a place that I shop, does take care of their workers, and they're making gangbusters money. Like is it, this is a false and, choice,
0: and to, to a certain extent, because Buzzfeed had that big article about Costco okay. too. They're all raggedy.
1: Okay, they're <laughs> all bad, but I guess it's all relative. It's one between this one. It and is that one, right, yes. right. It's like, uh,
0: who is um. Like people, but the point I, is,
1: you can take care, but you can take care of your workers a lot better.
0: I guess I have such there.
1: a floor when you're comparing it to what Whole Foods and others are doing that they're not taking yeah. care of your workers. It's just, it's, it's, but again. I, you know,
0: and I think mental, mental health wise, like, you know, we're talking about like me and I, I have a roommate and we talk about um, Katie. And we were talking about like keeping your mental health up, right, while staying in the house. Because we both are luckily able to work from home. We're safe. Yeah. We're healthy you know um there's somebody else in the house and, and like we're still talking about like ways to like take care of yourself like mentally and I, I just the trauma of the people because like even if i had to go into the studio i would be okay i would be right, okay like, right, any right. company that i've been working for like currently i know that they would take care of us if there would be precautions and sure you like you're you're taking a risk because the virus is risky and the best way yep. is to stay at home when you can. But I would still be, I would still be okay. I wouldn't be dealing with the type of trauma. Um, just the type of stress and, and you know, they're going to have to shake this. Like, can you just think about like working at a grocery store every yeah. single day with no. all of the people, especially like the first time How about days, working as a um, nurse every single hoarding, day? Working as a nurse every single day. Just all of these people, um, and how once this is finally over or at least contained or under control, once we get a vaccine, like that's when, that's when they're finally going to get to work through that mentally. That's when they're going to get a break to yeah. finally like cope with what they've been dealing with and how scary and terrifying it has been. And then maybe, you know, when it comes to like grocery store workers, like maybe, maybe they won't because they there's, you know, they're still not making a ton of money. No, like, you know what I mean? And, 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 and this is not bashing like grocery store owners, because I I know that there are a lot of like, you know, locally owned like grocery stores who are still doing everything they can. What what it is just like, I want to point out that the people who are helping our lives be as normal and as happy and as safe and healthy as possible right now, those people, like I just worry about the stress that they're under and how scary this is.
1: No, and and, and so there's a way to do this, as you said, like, we can have capitalism, but like, you know, when, especially if we're gonna inject money, this is how I feel about it. If you believe in in, in, in actually the totally free market, most of the people don't, they're lying because they, uh, they're showing right now that this is, hey, look, if you believe in the free market, do as you will, let the market go. Why is the government spending $2.2 trillion, most of that on big business? Like, why? Because they don't actually believe it because it actually doesn't freaking work. You do, right. need- <laughs> it doesn't yeah. work, it doesn't work. You need the government intervention, you need regulation, Uh, You need those things to have a functioning economy that's actually inclusive because the market was just, Hey, we can just say the market, let the market go. Let everybody crash. That's exactly what they're saying. works, right? I mean, am I missing something here? Like, so, so like we know, Hey, this doesn't work. And so, but what, what, what what often doesn't happen is you don't have enough people with enough political courage to, to actually say that and then have policies that will work for people. So look, when there are corporations that get through this, okay, if we do, because I, look, I, we, we couldn't let a bunch of corporations fail at once too. That would be bad too. All I'm saying is A, there should be some strings and B, when there are some massive profits, which there will be again, they need, they, they need to be taxed or they need to make sure that they're actually doing things that are fair to their workers. I don't understand why that's controversial for Democrats or people to actually say, like, why are we going to give you $2.2 trillion and then say, and then let you lay off workers and not pay healthcare? Like what?
0: Right. So like, it's just like, let's, let's give it like a little, I like analogies, right? So let's say like you have a great job, right? You're making really good money, like really good money. Business is booming, right? Your mama knows that, right? So everything crashes, lose your job. Your mom is not going to let you be homeless. So she's going to pay your rent and take care of you if she can, right? Right. But when it's all over, she's going to be like, yo, look, we need to sit down and have a talk, okay? Because you were making half a million dollars a year and you weren't saving the dime. That is ridiculous. You are putting yourself in a position. So why can't we have the same motherly talk with these companies?
1: Yeah. And then motherly consequences. <laughs> look, you don't, you don't do it. Like, like you, there's going to be consequences. Look, it, look, if you, if you're not going to be home, right. I'm not gonna let you be homeless, but there are going to be different rules under my house.
0: Right. There are going to be different rules. Exactly. Cause we, bailouts shouldn't come without strings
1: but so far it has. And that's over and
0: over and over and over again, over over and over and over and over
1: over again, until I think Brooke, um, this is my, this is my theory that I hope is wrong, but I think the system crashes because I don't see how you can just keep doing this. Like you, you can make up money, but you can't make up value. So at some point you keep making, you keep, you keep doing these things. And so we, we get to a point where we really get stretched again. We've already put low, we already put low interest rates out there. We've already injected all this money into the system, but we haven't made the fundamental reforms. And so if you have a weak, if your concrete is not poured right in your building, your building falls.
0: Well, it, it, but, it, but it's working because the people at the bottom are the ones who pick up the slack.
1: Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So they, want, they they just keep doing it again. I guess they have to, I guess my saying is there has to be enough people that are that still be willing to uh, invest in the economy because we're 70%, we're about 70% of consumer economy. So. If people actually do what people are telling them to do all the time, like save up all their money, don't invest in the economy, the economy crashes. Cause yeah. this is how the economy works. People invest, if people are investing money into the system, more people are making money. But if people actually stop having faith in the system, this is what, this is what a lot of the capitalists have done. I'm a capitalist too, but I, the current system of this capitalism, which is not working for people is working, is not working. They have to understand that if people stop trusting in the future, everything stops. And I believe yeah, and that the, the, it's the that problem
0: point. is that like things are going to continue the same as long as we don't care about the people that it's already not working for. Right. It's not working for so many people, but we don't we care. Get about those
1: people, people. people to stop. I, well, I guess what I'm saying is here. I agree with you there. My hope is that those people will start recognizing what's going on and direct their anger. It's not, towards, it's not towards immigrants, it's not towards black people, it's not towards gay people, that's not the problem. The problem are these economic policies. Like they can tell you all day, every day, yeah. that, it's, that it's the black person has taken away this one crumb from me or, or the, the Mexican that came over the border. No, you guys are fighting over like two crumbs and they took the whole mall and you guys are fighting over crumbs. So right. figure out what's going on with the mall and you'll figure out all your other problems. But these, but these cultural wars, I think are they going to use Corona to find another example of that? I don't know. Do you think? Do you and, think? You know,
0: um, like that, or? that right there—that's the fix. Like that's 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 my optimism. Is that um, we will start getting these people out of there,
1: Amen. get these people
0: out of there, and 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 local elections are very very important. Think about like when Pre-sister. we're talking about um, rent right now, right? Look at your city council. Look at your alderman. Look, however your city operates, yep. look at those people and listen to what they are saying because they there are split votes right now and people are disagreeing and people are agree- look at think about like how you like the outcome of that right and who said what pay attention to that get these people out of there at all levels of this
1: yeah i because, agree yeah and it's not this is where it doesn't go democrat or republican listen there's a lot of bad democrats too period and get you gotta like, we, like like we don't like I'm saying, in general, I'm talking about black folks. I think we generally don't vote as much in the primary. I tell people that's the most important one. That's when you get a lot of your options. So you're right. Like looking at the and then looking at the local level, every election is about the presidential election. Ninety-five percent of the decisions that affect you have nothing to do with the president. Right. It's more important who your prosecutor is. I can tell you because they have the power to put you in jail or put you not or not put you in jail. Who your judge is and who your mayor is because they they will most likely directly influence how much money goes in your pocket, not who the president is. So we get, I think we get, we get lost in the sauce about what's really important. You're so right. And politics is a long game. It's not a short game. It's what we have. It to- is. Look at, I
0: mean, let's look at our, just look at your district attorneys. Look at your city mayors, look at your governors, look at, I, like I'm horrified by what what's happening currently at Rikers and what's about to happen. Yeah. And when, when, once, I I do think we're gonna get to a point that's gonna be so bad that they are gonna have to finally let a bunch of people out of jail. People who are not convicted, who are awaiting trial. People who are there for ridiculous probation violations. People who have a year or less for nonviolent crimes. And the point that you should take from that is these people didn't belong there in the first place. Amen. Look at your district attorneys in different cities who are still prosecuting the dumbest things.
1: For no reason. Other than Look the lot poor, black poor, black and that. brown people in jail because it's a Absolutely. system of of corruption and a construct used to these oppress people. People out
0: of there.
1: Because it also this is a this uh, this is what I hope is to take away from the coronavirus. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't discriminate. As uh, as uh, Dr. Martin Luther King said, "What what affects one directly affects all indirectly." I, I believe that quote is, is 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 even more applicable now. And I would say, "What affects one directly affects all directly." This, mm-hmm. this one virus started off in the remote part of Wuhan, China. and has now affected the world in a matter of months. Just think about that for a minute. So when we talk about those people don't matter because they're, they're in Rikers Island and they made their mistakes or whatever, it allows us to have the cognitive dissonance to say, like, OK, well, we would never be there. The th- the, 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 here's the truth. If we, don't, if we don't take care of that injustice, it, it, it permeates everywhere. Yeah. And eventually, that's what this virus is, to me, personifies. If we don't take care of the people that are right there that are incarcerated, that shouldn't be, if we don't understand the humanity in them, then the virus comes to everybody and it affects all of us directly. So, yeah, stop the spread. That reminds me, I'm going to put a link in there that everybody can sign to stop the spread uh, because, uh, you know, the, the virus, we've talked about how it affects a lot of people, but we, we're still ignoring the most vulnerable populations. And by doing that, we're still exposing ourselves the most. I think you make such a great point on that. Yep. So... Uh, you know final point on on this as as we kind of con- conclude um, where do you think this goes how do you think this affects uh, elections this affects the election will this change mindsets or is everything just pretty much baked in what do you think bro i
0: mean the election is not on pause but it hasn't it felt like it a little bit
1: it has like i've been, yeah it has an the big gonna,
0: election that everyone is worried about but i do hope that this this creates more people caring and more people paying attention. And and I understand, I'm never gonna like get down on um, people in marginalized communities because not only do you have to oftentimes go and vote for somebody who has not shown any care whatsoever for you directly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And people around you, people in your neighborhood not even made a phone call. You got to push through that to to focus on the best policies, but also you have to push through voter suppression tactics uh, like running rampant around you and, and i get that but i hope that this changes especially like younger people i hope that this changes their focus and i hope that there is a new push to look at your the people in congress yeah all across the board there look at the people running your city who's your mayor who's your district attorney who's your state attorney however whatever it's called in your state you know what i mean like who um just i, I want I, I want that to matter more to people
1: yeah. You know My what I hope mean?
0: I want to be much yeah. more excited about the people who don't necessarily get big ads.
1: No, I agree. Let's
0: care about that.
1: And, and what I hope is that people understand that the so called cultural wars, the what they call identity politics, all of those things, all those taglines, all those are all people are trying to do is get you distracted from what's really going on. These cultural wars are not the real war. The real war is economic equality. That is the real war. Do not lose sight of the real war, and everything else is a distraction. Everything else is a distraction. Well, just um, how they
0: talk about it is a distraction. Because yeah. um, I, I, I'm not one of those people who thinks the economy is the only thing. I'm not one of those people who's only focused on on, on class. Right. I racism is is oftentimes connected and oftentimes still they are the separate. same
1: to me they're, they 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 are one and the same and i'll i'll just say this i've said it on prior shows brooke that you know racism racism is a byproduct of economics of pure economics no
0: i think it started with race but no, no no no, no, no the opposite
1: okay good we have a d- debate here let me tell you my theory and why um you know black folks did become slaves because white folks and others thought, oh, we hate black people. This is what we want to do because we hate these people.
0: I agree. No, I disagree. OK, I think OK, okay. well, well. Pick up a bunch of poor white people here. But I, 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 I,
1: I they can went explain. all the
0: way to another country. They took that big old trek on those raggedy ships. I can explain because it, it, it's people.
1: very simple because it's, it was much harder to do when they had common language and they can speak to one another and things like that. And and during during, during when Sugar was being was just being started, uh, they needed a population that was that was able to go out and be resistant to malaria. We were, and we were and, and we were centrally located. So it, it was a lot harder to go Asia. Hard to Asia. I mean, like, so like- Look
0: 2020, how we treat women. It how comes we to poor people in society today, in modern society. It well, wasn't That's, that hard to that's hard. the same. I mean, all, take a everybody all makes- away, so you, It not you, a hard to do.
1: You're actually proving my point. I mean, what, what I'm saying is everything's a construct that's made up. And so racism was the construct that was needed to make Other white people feel better about why this was happening, why it was justifiable to do this. And and, and at the end of the day, there were tons of people that weren't even in America that weren't even in America that were making tons of money. And no one cared as long as the money was being made is what I'm saying. So, uh, yes, yes, racism is real because it, it is a real thing. Race is technically race is not real, but racism is very real. So we have, well, yeah,
0: made, I guess, like, when you make so we secondary this. to the class where you want to fight, don't. I, think, I think so it's together, we, we agree. And I
1: can't do it. I agree with you on that. So, <laughs> like, so we, we have no argument there. What I'm saying is to make people understand that at the same time, we have to get others to understand particularly white people that this is all made up and this is not helping you either. And that's, right. that, that's really the point I'm trying to make. Right. And so the point when they try to get us distracted about things that don't matter, Like race, 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 race only matters because we have racism. Right. That's all I'm trying to say. And we need to fight racism. And we do that by being self aware and understanding how we got here. We got here purely because racism is used to preserve an inequitable economic system that hurts everybody. And so I tell people we so I hear you, you don't divorce the two. I think you have to talk about the two together. I think it's a mistake many progressives make. I am not one of those, I understand. Yeah, you
0: have to fight them separately. They both have to be important to you because when you fake, like, look, listen. You fight you, them in it, tandem.
1: This, it's just like this, because like- You have to,
0: and, and uh, oftentimes people don't. No, most of the time they
1: don't because, they're, because yeah. they're scared of offending people in doing so. Right. But what I'd say is if you don't actually address the issue, it will get worse and it will get worse and it'll get worse. So. It can be done. I think it has to be done. I think it's it's one of the, it, it's actually one of the. It, I think it starts. It goes back to where we started. The reason why we have such an insane system is because we can make people feel, oh, I, that's not me. I'm not that black person. I'm not that Mexican. I am now better. And I am now better than that person. And here's the thing. You also see. What, what, what worries me, you see some black people buy into that when they talk about things too. We can't buy into that at all. For sure. All nice. But
0: there's so many more of us who don't buy into that. And oh, I, I agree, I agree. Because Serena Williams, that was a big example. Like She didn't find herself fighting for her life and not being listened to yes. after giving birth because of money. She made uh-huh. more money than anybody up in there. It was because of race.
1: It's because of race. Oh, there's no question. We, we're, you're, you're preaching to the converted. <laughs> you know you're mean? preaching like- to the converted. I am with you. <laughs> I am with you. I am with you. And, 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 and so. But but I'm just trying to say that we, and I'm talking about black people and Americans, have to make sure that we uh, understand the two, these culture wars and all that stuff. I mean, they, we can't not discuss it because it is an effective marketing strategy that has been employed in America since the beginning of America. And it's done a great job dividing us. Uh, and we have to make sure that we understand the tactics and how, and how they're implemented so we can beat them. That's really my only point. And so don't yeah. fall for this. Don't fall for any of these new strategies. You're going to hear them. You're going to hear, you're going to hear people say, well, we need to, it's because we should have shut down all of our borders. And that's the reason why we got the coronavirus. It is not. It's because we have incompetent people leading us that we didn't listen to scientists. Like, so do not listen to any of For those. Sure. Reasons. Yeah. That's not the reason we're here. We're here because of bad leadership, not listening to uh, scientists and not taking the steps we should have early on. There's some things we could not have prevented. Uh, I, I would say it's not the, it's not the total fault of the people in the white house and the people in office, but it is their responsibility. But it's our responsibility to stay vigilant and make sure we hold them accountable from here and going forward. Brooke yeah, Tom, listen.
0: What is happening right now in the state of this country is absolutely. It has gotten to the point where it is the total fight, fault of this White House because it did not have to be this way. Right now, we had it is. such an intense warning. Yep. It did not have to be this. It did. We did not like. What is the numbers in New York are horrifying. Yeah. It didn't have to be that way. It didn't have to be that way. It is absolutely at fault of the people at
1: the top. And it matters who you choose. So
0: many different levels, huh?
1: But it it matters who you choose and all, it matters matters who you vote for. It matters if you don't vote because you still get who you don't vote for. So I hope people understand that. Uh, Look, Brooke, I gotta have you on next time. I wanna have you.
0: I know, I'm like, is it? And I wanna be
1: on your show controlling. We
0: just just found our way.
1: I know, right? I gotta be (laughs) on your show controlling our narrative. All right. <laughs> uh, Brooke, Brooke Thomas at Brooke on air. Appreciate you. And maybe I'll see you next time on Rolling Martin. This is
0: fun. This thank you so much. Thanks for
1: having me. Thanks, Brooke.